0: Thanks for joining us for another episode of Scrap the Sweet Talk podcast. You're listening to season three, which is entirely dedicated to all things health and wellness related. So we've got some awesome, awesome guests lined up for you guys this season. And today we have Bet, who is the owner, uh, the franchise owner of Chopped Leaf in London. And she franchise owns two of the locations in London. And it's honestly one of my favorite spots to go for lunch or dinner. It's amazing. You guys have got to try it. So good. Um, and so yeah, we're really excited to have her on the podcast to share her tips on healthy lifestyle and everything. So welcome to the podcast, Bet hi how are you today yeah so good i'm so excited to talk to you because i love chopped Leaf so much it's amazing and uh anytime in, i'm in london i pretty much go there because it's it's our go-to spot and my husband got me into it because he gets it for lunch and yeah. yeah he loves it so much so why don't we Yeah, start every so often fights? i'll turn yeah you'll see him there won't you
1: <laughs> yeah, I see as I turn the corner and I'll see the the, the truck up front and I'm like, hey, he's here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> see, we gotta balance our our dessert obsession with some healthy lunch options. So right. Really good, good balance. <laughs> um so why don't you start off by telling everybody kind of who you are and what you do and kind of how you got into the healthy um the healthy food space.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so again, my name's Bet. I started this business t- two, three years ago now, two and a half years ago. September of 2020, when we actually opened, not the ideal time to open up a restaurant business as we're, you know, going through that time period. Um, but the reason I started it was I always had a hard time when I was out and about finding something that um I felt good after I ate and actually that's our logo um it was just kind of funny because that's what I googled when I was looking for start a business I googled feel good after you eat and then the chop leaf pop- popped up oh, wow. and I knew nothing about it because there was I think there at the time there's maybe only four or five in Ontario okay. um and so this would have been September of uh or summer of 2019 and um I looked at it and I'm like that's exactly it That's what London doesn't have at this time. And this is what we need is more healthy fast food places that you can just pop in, grab, you know, a salad or a wrap or a bowl um, and have all the ingredients that you would recognize from the grocery aisle at your local uh, superstore or whatever. Yeah. And so that's kind of what I wanted. And they already had the whole entire plan put together. So I didn't have to really do anything as far as designing meals or anything like that. I just had to run the business and find good people to work with me. And that's kind of what we did. And so we embarked on this journey during probably the worst time in this century to start a business. And um, so far, so good. That's
0: awesome. Yeah, no, that is definitely a scary time to open a restaurant business. Did you did you find it? Was it easier than you thought? Did you guys have to end up closing down at any point? Or how did that kind of like start your business off?
1: Uh, we were open the entire time. Uh, so we opened in September and we were, we went through the ups and downs like everybody else with you're open, you're closed, you're open, you're closed. Yeah. Oh, let's just half open and let's half close. So we always had takeaway and we had yeah. a lot of catering. That's one of the our major components of our business is the catering part. Um, and so we always knew that when the catering part started to windle down, That meant that there was a lockdown coming or Mm -hmm. the numbers were increasing because our numbers there would decrease. So that's a huge part of our business. Kind of what we relied on during that time period was um, the catering and the walk. Because that's all we could do, um, and so I used social media a lot to promote that and to really get the word out. And I had a small army behind me sharing, and um, every time I post anything, um, you know, everything would get shared on Facebook and Instagram pages and that sort of thing. So that really, really helped get us through.
0: That's amazing. And I love the slogan of feel good after you eat, because I I'm gluten free and I eat a lot of dairy free stuff. And, and so diet is very important to me personally. It makes like it, it I wouldn't be able to run my business the way that I do if I did not focus on healthy eating and a healthy lifestyle for sure. Exactly. So, so what piece of advice can you give people right off the hop, like beginning of this podcast, what's your best piece of health and wellness advice for them?
1: If you treat yourself well and if you've got the energy by eating well and um, the mental capacity to deal with your day, then everything else is, is, it'll fall into place. There's always going to be those rough days and there's always going to be low sales and somebody who's going to quit that morning (laughs) that you have a major catering order or whatever. But if you've gotten good sleep, if you've if you've gotten a workout that day or even gone out into nature just for a quick walk um, and eaten, treating your body well, then you can handle anything. Um, and you can always amazing. go to the bathroom, close the door and have a little cry and then put a smile on your face and come back out. That's so true. That's life, that's cool.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. That's really great advice to start it off with, because I think a lot of people don't even realize how good that they possibly could feel um, by eating healthy and by doing all of those things. And it, does, it really does make hard times in life so much easier when you have the energy to be able to deal with the hard situations, because the hard situations are going to come no matter what. But it's if you put yourself in the right state of mind with the right uh, food and diet and stuff like that, and you have the energy to be able to handle it, you're going to make better decisions and you're going to be more patient and have the energy to be able to handle it for sure. And I've experienced that time and time again, there'd be times where, you know, you know, shit happens and then I have to deal with it. And if I'm not in the right headspace or energy, then it is so much more challenging. So that's really, really great
1: advice. Exactly. I find that, um, any business really is like a temperamental teenager. One day they're in a great mood. Everything's going to be fantastic. The next day they've, I don't know, they haven't gotten enough sleep. And so you're going to wake up and everything's just going to go to hell in a handbasket. And as long as you've gotten your rest and you've gotten your, you know, your physical activity in there and eaten well, then you're going to just put a smile on your face and just deal with that teenager. I had, three of them for a long time that I just didn't know what was going to hit me that day <laughs> and that's how I kind of handle it yeah you know what <laughs> that's smiling
0: the best, and gritting the, the teeth. analogy I've heard about being a business owner for sure <laughs> it's definitely accurate um although I don't have kids I don't have teenagers I was one once so I definitely can relate to that in that way and it's very very true so it's a good way to put it exactly alive. Um, so what inspires you to personally stay committed to your health and wellness during difficult times when people want to quit and give up and, you know, maybe they'll eat healthy for like a week and then go back to their old habits? What what
1: helps keep you on track? I've been there. I've, I've been the girl that would um, bake a cake for the family and I would eat half the cake before the family even made it into the kitchen. I was that girl. And then the next day I would wake up with a migraine headache because the sugar would just affect me that way before bedtime. And I'd feel like absolute crap all day long. So I know what my body feels like if I treat it bad versus if I treat it well. Um, I know what my mental capacity can be if I don't get a workout in, if I don't go for a walk, Um and it, it, it doesn't always have to be, I, I like to do CrossFit um, a couple times a week, but it doesn't always have to be CrossFit. It can be, I've got a, a little dog, a little, my little dog is, uh, his name is Willie. He's five pounds. It's a tiny little thing, but he enjoys his walks, not this time of year, but he does like to go out and just a quick walk around the block with him is enough to just put a pep in my step that I can deal with the day. Um, so anything really counts as far as, as my just keeping my mood up and getting out there. I found that sleep was a huge thing for me. I wasn't getting enough sleep because I needed to rewatch Netflix, um, the Friends episode on Netflix over and over again, hoping for a different outcome, but you knew it was going to be the same outcome every single time. Yeah. They're always going to be on the break. Um, I so I I started prioritizing certain things in my life to make sure that I was at hundred percent capacity that I can get up the next day and recognizing those things that actually make you feel well yeah. is half the battle, right? Because okay. a lot of the time I feel like we're in denial mm-hmm. about you know, I, I can eat half a cake and I'll be fine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but you no, know,
1: I know I won't.
0: Yeah. You know, I
1: tested um, alcohol. I mean, mm. alcohol, and this is probably a completely different topic, but I feel like it's been normalized in our society. Yeah. And um, I started associating alcohol and drinking with, um, and how I felt afterwards with aging.
0: Mm. But
1: it wasn't, it was me. I just didn't feel well. Yeah. And so when I started recognizing that I can't even have one glass of wine
0: mm-hmm.
1: with my meal without having a migraine for the next three days, not worth it. Mysteriously, those yeah, it's not worth it. And all of a sudden, I, all those things that I've been doing to myself yeah. that um, were not making me feel well, I just stopped, and um, I started feeling a hundred percent better. Wow. And there's always going to be the aging things, right? Like, I'm always, I know I'm going to age. Yeah. We all do. And uh, there's hereditary things, and with my family, and I know those are going to pop up. But if I can counterbalance it with eating well and treating myself well and just being aware, I think I'll age differently, hopefully. Fingers crossed.
0: Yeah, totally. I think like, Like, we're going to age no matter what, like you said. But there's, though, there's a lot, there's some things that we're not in control of in terms of genetics and, and aging and stuff like that. But there's also so much that we are in control of that, like you said, I think a lot of us are in denial about. Because we want to have the short term gratification of eating the half the cake instead of just a piece right. of the cake. Um, and I was yeah. totally like that my entire life, like that's how I even got into, you know, a bakery business, because I have the biggest sweet tooth ever. Um, but same thing with you. I, I feel like I had to go through and have something to compare that to, to feel like my absolute worst, um, eating too much sugar, eating too much fat and, and stuff like that, and, and really feeling what that feels like. And then also pulling myself out of that to have the contrast comparison to what I feel like when I'm eating healthy and moving my body and stuff like that. And once you have those two comparisons, it is so much easier to stay on the right path of being healthy majority of the time. Right.
1: It is, it is. And I find now if I go out with my friends and, you know, they're having, they're like, why aren't you drinking? And I just don't feel like giving them the excuse of, of, I don't want to like, I just say it. I, I actually, it doesn't make me feel good. So I don't want to. And that short term of having a glass of wine is not going to make up for the next three days of popping yeah. the pills and all 100%. that. Stuff.
0: Yeah. I love not that you brought that up. I love that you brought that up about the alcohol too, because I quit drinking about a year ago and same thing too. It's, it's very glamorized in our society and they make it seem like you're missing out or, you know, you're not yeah. celebrating properly without champagne and stuff like that. And I it was really hard for me to quit because of all of that. And because it's been such a part of my life for so long, but you know, now when I'm out with people and they're they're like, "Oh, like have a drink? Why aren't you drinking?" blah blah. blah. I'm like, "Well, I just don't like to put poison in my body, so you know, I
1: just right kind of yes.
0: like that. Um that." But I totally understand why people drink and stuff. And, and I, I'm fine with it. But I pers- it's a choice for myself that it just it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't make me feel good. So why would I continue to do that? You know, whether society makes it look cool or not, I don't feel cool when I drink it. So, yeah, like I love that yeah. you brought that up because it's it's really one of those things that just because everybody else does it, you know, you don't have to be a
1: follower and do that as well if it doesn't make you feel good, right? And talking with my... Um, to who are in their 20s mm-hmm. um, and having those conversations with them, mm-hmm. they go out, they go to the bars with their friends and stuff like that. But I've noticed that um, over the past years when I finally decided that's it, I'm not doing it. And my husband stopped. As well, you know, last year's when he stopped drinking 100% as well. So uh, we do have alcohol in the house for others that come over, but yeah. we don't drink it. Um, and my daughters who are in their 20s, the conversations flow flow a little easier with them because they don't they've actually planned other gatherings where they're not drinking oh, where they're wow. just playing games in the basement or they're doing wow. a bob ross night at our house with nice. paint flying which is That's fantastic so but <laughs> it, they've chosen other ways to feed their souls versus yeah. alcohol and there's awesome. nothing wrong with alcohol i mean yeah. to each of their own i'll go out with people who are drinking and i'll just totally. will drink my Perrier or something.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. I love that your your kids are kind of embracing that too. I think a lot of it stems from, you know, obviously what the the parents are doing and setting the example and stuff like that. And so I think that's really cool that you have that impact and inspiration on them too. And they're finding other creative ways to have fun and, you know, alcohol is not the be all and end all. When I was 20, it was, it's and not. now it's, you know, it's, right. it's really not. So it's great to see. That's awesome. Exactly. Um, so I was probably spending a lot of my money on that. (laughs) Oh my God. You know how much money we like, Chad and I talk about this all the time. Even when we go out for restaurants, it would be like half the cost of our bill was alcohol. Like it's insane how much money you actually save. And it's like, and you have the energy, you don't wake up at 3am, like not with a headache, you know, spending three days with a migraine after it's, it's got so many negative effects that the, the positives don't outweigh the negatives for me, for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too.
0: Yeah. So um, why would you say that health is important to you? And why should listeners care and get on their own health journey? What could you say to people who maybe want to get on their health journey, but they're really, really struggling?
1: I would say make one change. Um, just choose one thing and change it that day. It could be... Drinking an extra glass of water, um, having a glass or a bottle of water with you everywhere you go, take those sips out of the so to start with water, drink the water every day, hydrate from the inside out. Make one change every day for 21 days and mm-hmm. see how that feels, see how that changes. And once you start seeing th- those changes within you, then you're more likely to stick with them. So for me, it's getting the water into you is huge. And so My husband always complaining that he keeps finding glasses of water everywhere, not full, because I never drink the very bottom of the glass because I I just feel there's something that shouldn't be there. So I never take that last sip. It's always been my thing since I was a kid. It's the weirdest thing. Um, But I always have water with you. Start with that one step. Maybe the next day. Uh, go out for a walk just a quick walk around the neighborhood if you don't have a pet that's fine just take yourself out for a walk and um, maybe put a podcast on this is always a good one to listen to Um, put a podcast on and just listen to it or invite a friend out for a walk and connect that way so and then maybe progress from there and start doing some some other activities join um a team or join the gym or something like that um then start adding a salad to your day maybe three times a week if you're not a salad eater um you know start adding once solid every couple of days until progression till you maybe you're eating a solid every day or a, a fruits and um, other stuff like that so just making those small changes over a period of time I think it's not as overwhelming if you do it all in one go yeah. um, and that's how things will stick I read once that it takes 21 days to form a habit um so if you start with one item over 21 days by the end of the year, you've pretty much changed your whole life around if you start, um, you know, even this month.
0: That's really, really great advice. Yeah. I love that. And I love the whole compounding habits type situation too, because like you said, you have, you really do have to start out with one thing, um, and get good at that until you can add something else onto it. And like you said, if you think about how many, you know, 21 days are in a year, you can create a lot of really good, healthy habits, um, by implementing new things after the 21 days, because once you've already gained a habit, it's like second nature. You don't even have to think about it. Super easy. And uh, you'll... You'll want to keep going forward because of how good you're going to end up feeling. So that's the momentum that's going to kick in and help keep you pulling you along. It's not always going to be the struggle that it is in the beginning. I know how hard it is when you start a health journey because you you don't have the energy to to work out and you don't have the energy to do anything really. exactly. Um, and working out when you have no energy, like you're expending so much energy while you work out. So it's like, and you don't have the extra energy to do that with. It's really, really challenging. So, and I've been there and I've been so freaking exhausted. And I used to hate salads. I would not eat salads. I was (laughs) that person for sure. I'd be like, that is rabbit food. I can't And that. You know what? That's like all I eat now. And I feel so much better. Um, And it's just crazy how much of a difference that uh, eating healthy and, and focusing on health and wellness can be.
1: I um I didn't start eating my first salad until I was 22 years old. That was the first time I put a piece of lettuce in my mouth. Um, I was at a work uh, meeting, and um, it, there was a luncheon provided, and I was starving. I typical 22 year old I rolled out of bed, put on my face and fixed my hair, got dressed because, you know, you have to look good and then that. forgot to eat. <laughs> exactly. And uh, maybe I was out drinking the night before. I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> went to this meeting and um, I was absolutely starving. I'm looking around and I asked one of my co-workers, is there food? And she's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's food. And out comes a salad. They put a salad in front of me and I just went, oh no, what am I supposed <laughs> to do with this? Yeah, And I I turned to her, I said, Oh, I don't like salads. And she's like, well, I think that's all they have. And she was joking. I didn't realize she was joking. And so I started eating it and I'm like, Oh, that's okay. That's not bad. I mean, it was smothered in Catalina dressing. No, it wasn't Catalina. It was French's dressing, a lot of sugar in that, but it was just smothered in. I'm like, perfect that that tastes like candy let's just eat that and then an actual meal came out like roasted chicken potatoes and veggies and i was just like oh i didn't have to eat the salad but after that i actually went home went to the grocery store and grabbed a a bottle of french's dressing and i said to my mom i'm gonna start eating salads and she's like what (laughs) she was shocked that's I was on a roll, so I ended up getting my brother and sister to actually start eating salads at home as well with the French's dressing. So my mother started buying French's dressing by the case, probably, and uh, <laughs> that's how it started. And it was just one. Yeah, it was. It was twenty-two for the first twenty-two year uh, years of my life. I would not put the green in my mouth. Wow, nothing. And
0: here you are today. And I grew up Portuguese. Salad stores. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Exactly.
1: That's the funniest part. And Portuguese. I mean, my parents. You had traditional Portuguese. And my parents owned a farm. Okay. Wow. My parents owned a farm. And so everything was fresh right off the fields, like as fresh as it could be. And um, I wouldn't touch it. Nope. Not Mm. going in my mouth. I would eat everything else. Yeah. But not anything that was green. I think it was a texture thing too for me until. I got into my twenties and realized, okay, it's not so bad. It's not so bad. No. That's <laughs> so awesome. I always tell that story because it's funny. Cause yeah, yeah here I am nice. owning two um <laughs> two restaurants, two salad restaurants. And um, you know, I didn't start. I have um uh, so my Hyde Park location in Oak Ridge. Um, we are beside a couple of high schools. Hmm. And since we opened in September, we have uh I think there's four or five um grade. 11 boys that come in they go to um i'm not going to say the name but there's a, a burger place nearby and they get their burgers from there <laughs> and they get a coffee from starbucks and or drink whatever and they come and they sit in the corner in the booth in my store and so we just started chatting with them and people always say why do you let them sit in here they're very nice boys they're very respectful they don't make a mess they just laugh for like the 20 minutes that they're here. I mean, whatever. I let them sit there so and nice we chat that. with them as, yeah, as we're getting the store ready for the day, we, uh, we chat with them and stuff. And then one day, um, I, I just blurted out, okay, which one is going to be the first one to eat a salad over there? And, and <laughs> one of the boys was like, actually, I didn't bring a lunch, so I'm going to eat one today. And I think it took me from September to November to finally break him. But now out of those five boys, we've got four out of the five that have actually eaten something from here.
0: That's (laughs) amazing.
1: (laughs) Patience. You know, my mother waited 22 years. I broke these boys in a couple months. (laughs) That's awesome. I mean, it I'm helps. sure your their parents are just tastes thrilled. Amazing. So, like,
0: that helps a lot. <laughs> but yeah, that's awesome. That's so it funny. Does. What a cute yeah. story, too. They're bringing their burgers into your
1: salad place. <laughs> that's too funny. Oh, yeah. And people would be like these. We have sweet old ladies that come in here and they're like, why do you let them? Uh, well, they're not harming anybody. Oh, no, that's so nice. Fun. That's they're, sweet. Yeah. I love yeah, it. So awesome. they're really, they're they're very respectful boys and uh I didn't know them before this, and we just let them sit there, let them eat their That's burgers. Awesome. Let we'll the, get them let one the by one. I'll get wear them. wear off on them, exactly. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And I, I figure that. one day these boys will be adults with paid yeah. jobs. Oh yeah, and, <laughs> and they'll, they'll come- want to be me and treat their bodies, and they'll come yes. back. They'll remember. That I treated them nicely, right? Oh, I so. love
0: that. That's such a cute story. It's so sweet. Um, so what ways, uh, being around salad all day and stuff like that, do you balance your um, the health and well-being while also still indulging in treats and having fun every now and then? How do you kind of
1: balance that? Well, I choose to have higher quality treats. Yeah. So um, I won't just go get something from a vending machine. I'll go to Chick Boss Cake and grab something from there and share with my son where, you know, I'll have a couple bites and he'll have um he'll have the whole thing. So I don't need to have the whole cupcake anymore. I don't need to have the whole cake or half cake anymore. A couple bites will do. Yeah. And um, you know, I, I can get that satisfaction and then you know, I don't re- deprive myself at all. Um, but sometimes I should a little bit more than I do, but it's balanced and it's not the end of the world. If I do have a piece of cake sometimes, yeah. but yeah. I do choose the, the better quality things over just, um, gas station stuff or
0: yeah, or the- chocolate bar or something. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. No, that's so true. That's exactly what I do too. I uh, like, cause I have the opposite situation. I'm, I'm around sweets and stuff all day and I balance it out right. by going to your place. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so when it comes with, with my diet and lifestyle, what I try to do is I really cut out unnecessary sugars and stuff like that throughout my, you know, week usually. So I don't eat, you know, yogurts with sugar. I, I cut it out of everyday foods, which sugar is in pretty much everything nowadays. It's crazy. Yes. So if you cut it out of your di- your daily diet, then when you have a treat on the weekend, like you said, a, a quality treat or something that you actually really want, and it's not just a mindless kind of eating thing. And you're like, you know, I yeah. really love this. And it's like, for me, I'm a chocolate person. So it would be like if I ate a vanilla cupcake, that would not be very as satisfying as a chocolate cupcake. Right. But that's yeah. what I'm going to go for. So being intentional about the treats and like cutting out all of the crap that you eat you know, for the most part, every day really, really helps set you up, set yourself up for success. And then, like you said, too, you eventually your taste buds change so much that you don't crave that kind of stuff as often as yeah. you normally would if you're eating it regularly, which is pretty crazy. I did not realize that until I really cut down a lot of the the sugar and stuff like that. And now, like you said, if I eat a slice of cake or, or a cupcake, I, I don't crave more after. I'm satisfied, yeah. which is mind-blowing to me.
1: <laughs> and It's amazing how when you do cut out the sugars um, from your diet, having fruit... Mm-hmm. All of a sudden all your taste buds come alive. I'm I oh, yeah. love to um eat a lot of protein in my day. So having a Greek yogurt with blueberries and raspberries and strawberries oh, yeah. chopped up okay. and thrown in there is it, just like it's as good as eating cheesecake Sometimes You know, like totally. it's just your taste buds come alive and yeah. uh it's just as good as anything else. Absolutely. And those are the good things that put in your body. vegetables
0: start tasting sweet too. Like I'll have, you know, if I have carrots now, I'm like, they taste like an apple. Like
1: it's so strange. Like how it changes. You roast them high enough, the sugars start coming out that all of a sudden you've got your sugars there and they're good good quality sugars versus stuff that's going to weigh you down by the end of the day. I used to have to take a nap um, when I was in my, when my kids were little and I would have, you know, something that I shouldn't have had for breakfast. That was carby or high sugar. All of a sudden, one o'clock would roll around and I would have to close my eyes for 15 minutes. And, um, you know, just hopefully I would wake up by the time I had to pick them up from the school bus
0: sort of thing.
1: Um, But it really weighs down your system and your body.
0: I can totally relate to that. I had to sleep in the afternoon all the time. Like I would, because I would eat so many carbs and stuff like that. I was, I was eating gluten at the time. That's why I stopped eating gluten and I feel so mm-hmm. much better, but yeah, I would crash in the afternoon and I couldn't even like keep my eyes open. And then you think about what that's doing to the inside of your body. You have no, exactly so little energy that you can't even like function at a normal rate. Like being awake is hard. So when you go through yeah. that, you're like, this is something has got to change. Um, There's no way that you would be able to run a, a business or, you know, be this the best mom for your kids if you are suffering by staying awake like that. So it's pretty, pretty crazy.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I still joke around that, you know, some days I just want to curl up in, in the back underneath the three <laughs> compartment sink and just take oh, a nap that's, as that's everybody's the world. <laughs> Yeah, that's but that's just normal that's not from that's anything a normal else.
0: entrepreneur entrepreneurial work hard kind of thing for exactly. sure i'll go through that where it's like you know what you, it, but it's actually a result of of working like you know of, of actually exerting that much energy yeah. as opposed to just not even having the base energy to function so that part is actually normal which is awesome <laughs> that's yeah cool.
1: well i I can't say I've ever done it here, but I yeah. did do it in my previous work life. I just needed a nap. Yeah. <laughs> and I went underneath my desk and just oh. closed my eyes for a minute. Don't tell my former bosses. Although <laughs> I, I was found out one of the guys came back looking for me and yeah. he's like, and I poked my head. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> nap time. Well, I took a nap. <laughs> That's so funny. I
0: love it. And I was young. I was probably in my mid twenties at that point where you're supposed to have
1: the most energy ever and it's like just no you don't it's crazy well, not when you're not when you're out drinking and out partying and eating all the stuff you're not supposed to be eating doing oh, I know. it's insane it's insane the the ripple effect of those choices
0: have on you and it's like I don't know it's a yeah. good thing that you're young and your body's able to endure that kind of torture because if we did that now I don't think I would be able to endure it as
1: much the the recovery no, part would probably have to sell far. the businesses yeah no, no like, not at all
0: it's insane
1: no I do not um, have so, any energy at all
0: Exactly. And energy is very important for running a business. As you know, like you said, you have, there's always situations that happen and come up that you have to be in the right mindset to be able to deal with. Right. So I'm sure yeah. that you learned that from entrepreneurship.
1: Yeah. One of the biggest ones was this past fall when we turned on our heating system at one of my location, and uh, something had tripped in the thermostat that it was um, blowing in cold air. And so no matter how much you raise that thermostat, it was going oh down gosh. like lower and lower. Yeah. I, uh, my staff was wearing coats and yeah. I'm like, how about we just turn this thing off? And it actually warmed up for, for yeah. a day and then we had to re- replace the whole thing. And I mean, oh gosh. as an entrepreneur, like all those things just. Come when you least expect time. it.
0: Oh yeah, the worst yeah. possible time. We have those issues off like too often. Yeah, the thermostat. Whether it's the heat in the winter, the AC, hot the water tank. tank. Yeah, everything. It's crazy, and that's why it's like you have to be on your A game to be able to be like, oh, here's yes. another one of those lovely situations. Let's deal with that, shall we? Like it's 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 a whole new level of responsibility and problem solving. And I just say that entrepreneur are like professional firefighters, you're just putting out fires all day long. That's that's yep. what your
1: job is. All day long. Yeah. I just start to manically laughing. Whenever yes. one of my staff tells me something, I just start laughing and they kind of look at me like, Are you okay? Are you? Yeah.
0: Are you having a breakdown are you okay? right <laughs> <now>? <laughs> So true. I'm okay. I'll be right back. I'm okay. Fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. So what advice can you give our listeners who um, to overcome their excuses? You know, people are always like, I'm too tired. I don't have enough time. Or maybe in your case, people are complaining about like healthy food is more expensive than, you know, regular food, which I don't personally think it is. I think McDonald's is really fucking expensive right now. Um, but what can advice can you give to people who have those excuses when it comes to changing their lifestyle?
1: If you want to do it, you, will find, you have to find the will. You can always find an excuse for everything. It's snowing outside right now, and I'm already anticipating that I won't be going running tomorrow because yeah. it's going to be too cold. I'm pretty sure I've got shirts in my closet that I can put underneath and go running tomorrow morning. So you have to get in the mindset you got you literally have to force yourself nobody wants to eat so a piece of lettuce over a piece of cake they yeah. the cake will always win over but you know that you'll feel better with the piece of lettuce so yeah. you have to you have to get into that mindset of making those changes and just Give it a try. Years ago, I decided I was going to go on a keto diet when it was really, really popular. I think it still is, but it was really yeah. in my face every day that I went on to social media. It seems like everybody was talking about it. Yeah, And I had been having a, an issue with one of my knees, mm-hmm. and um, I decided that I was. I was going to do keto so that means cutting out sugars and carbs and all that stuff and within three weeks all of a sudden I realized the pain was gone from my knee mm-hmm. and we were headed to Portugal that summer uh, for a family vacation and I got over there and I don't know if you know um, the pastéis de nata which are the custard little oh, yes. cakes that oh, the Portuguese God. are That's famous so cool. for yeah yeah <laughs> So I got to Portugal, my mother had made, uh, my parents live in Portugal. And so she made coffee and she has a dozen of these things, which were my favorite as a kid. And she has them there. I ate one, left the room, came back, ate another one. I think I probably (laughs) ate three or four and like that afternoon, the next day, the pain came back. The pain in my knee started coming back. And we were walking along. They live on a, a in a beach town. So I would walk down to the beach. And just the 20 minutes to the beach, my knee would be throbbing. And all of a sudden, yeah. it just occurred to me. It was the inflammation. And it, yeah. it was what I was doing to myself. So once you realize the difference that you have in your body and the energy that you have, I think you're more apt to make those changes versus yeah keep just popping those pills and getting the short-term solutions. Um, We have to treat our bodies well, and hopefully we'll be here for a long period of time. And we want to be as active as we possibly can.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And I can totally relate to that kind of a story because this past Christmas that just passed, um, my dad, he always makes me a gluten-free German cheesecake. Our background is German. So we have this family cheesecake recipe, the best thing ever, my favorite dessert. It's my weakness. And so he makes me my own gluten-free one, but it's like a 10-inch gluten-free freaking cheesecake. And so he gives me the leftovers to take home. Normally, I'm like, don't give me the freaking leftovers. Danger zone. I took the freaking leftovers. And Chad and I like literally ate the whole rest of the cheesecake the next day. And I felt like shit for a good like four days after. And I was like, why yeah. on earth did I freaking do that? I know better. I've been on this health journey for way longer. And it was just a great reminder of how terrible that decision was and how much exactly. that quantity of sugar and fat and everything really affects your mood and energy. Mm-hmm. It was a really, really terrible
1: decision. So
0: um,
1: I could tell totally that- you really- with yeah my parents um it's my mom she she has knee and hip and um shoulder issues and all that sort of stuff and i'll tell her to and i mean they eat pretty much a mediterranean diet but she does like her sweets and i tell her to stop eating some of those things cut out the sugars and she's like nope your father likes them yeah and i said okay but you're the one eating them yeah well he's not gonna eat a whole cake by himself yeah (laughs) so um and I see the the effect it has on her body right so if we keep doing the same old same old it, it's the like the definition knowledge. of insanity right like yeah. you can't accept changes if you don't make the change so no it's like so you banging true. your head against the wall I guess yeah.
0: It, do you have any tips or advice on people that, um, you know, like your mom, for example, like people that are close to us that, you know, there's like the right answer and that, but they're doing the opposite. Like, how do you help somebody like that?
1: You just smile.
0: Yeah. <laughs> kind of encourage the healthy lifestyle, but there's not exactly
1: do. Yeah. When, I mean, when they come to visit to my house, I, um, I'll offer fruit instead mm-hmm. for dessert instead of. I don't make. I don't. I'm not a baker. Never have been. Um, I get rice krispie squares wrong. I don't know how, but I get those wrong. <laughs> um, so I'll have a platter of fruit instead of having a cake. So I, awesome. in my own space, I offer the the choices that I eat, and it's up to them if they want to take them or not.
0: That's awesome. That's really you good advice. Force something You're on finding. somebody. Else. Yeah. Providing the options and stuff. That's awesome. So let's talk about, um, we're getting kind of close to the end of the podcast here. So I want to talk about what, what kind of services and stuff do you guys offer at uh chopped leaf? Talk about Chop leaf and what you guys offer there. I love it.
1: Okay. My favorite thing to talk about apparently. <laughs> um, so we, we offer, uh, nine different flavors of salads, and you can get those into wraps and bowls, which are, could be made with rice or quinoa, brown basmati rice, um, or uh, salads. And you can interchange any of the ingredients that you want on there. So if you're like me and you don't like raw onions, you can take those out and put in some peppers or tomatoes or cucumbers, or whatever you want. Um, and um, we generally cater to our customers if they have uh, an allergy of any sort, a gluten or a dairy or we, we have all sorts of people with allergies that come in here. And we'll literally go into our back cooler where our items are not prepped already or haven't been um, in the area of anything else. And we'll get our ingredients from there so that we don't um, cross-contaminate. Because, I mean, we're an open, res- or open bar restaurant, so there's always yeah. a chance that yeah. something's going to come airborne and drop somewhere i mean i can't guarantee anything but we do try our very best to Uh um eliminate those allergens for people um our large part of our business is catering so we do a lot of catering large group catering i think the most we've ever done was 200 people we have a a big one coming up which i'm thinking is going to be probably closer to 500 people Um, so we do a lot of catering for large groups and um when During the pandemic, when everybody was be, being very cautious about um, touching other people's foods and stuff like that, we individually pa- packaged everything um, to the point where we would get people's names if there was a large group catering, and we'd get a list of names and what they ordered, so everything was um, pre-ordered, and we'd put people's names, so it was a one-touch thing, they would just grab their bowl and, um, uh, you know, cutlery, and off they would go and not having to worry about somebody else hooking around in their food because you know that's a worry thing especially during the pandemic so we do a lot of that that's awesome and do you have a personal item uh, my oh i love them all honestly but my number one since the day we opened has been the southwest i love the southwest salad um it's got a an amazing chipotle lime dressing on there it's got all the vegetables and um and then I add a double serving of chicken on there all the time. And sometimes if I'm feeling up for it, I'll add avocado, nice. which is like gold right now because the cost has gone up so much.
0: Crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. So good. Um, so where can our fan find- favorite for sure is um,
1: <laughs> sorry. No, go ahead. What's the fan? Where favorite?
0: Can-
1: oh, it's the Bangkok, the Bangkok. Oh, I Bowl. love that. The peanut um, one, right? Yes, the peanut, the Thai flavored one. Uh, That's always been our number one seller around here. And uh, everybody seems to love that one. Is there one called Santa Fe? I think that's the one I get. Santa Fe. Yes, that is the one that you get. Uh, It's got the black bean corn salsa on there and salsa and um, red salsa and sour cream and avocado. Good
0: old avocado. I'm obsessed with avocado too. I love it. So good. Um, And I love that you guys have so many options. Like with the the bowls, you have the rice and the salads and you have the wraps. And do you have, I think you have, do you have sandwiches or quesadillas or something too?
1: We do have sandwiches and quesadillas and we have soups. We have a daily soup. Uh, My favorite is sometimes when i'm just feeling like a bowl of soup is i'll yeah. put a scoop of rice into african oh, spiced okay, lentil yeah. and it just fills me up so good oh, for the so for the good. afternoon um it's got lots of vegetables in there and some high proteins and stuff so it's really good as oh, um, as a soup okay yeah. and we, every know. spring and fall Every uh, spring and fall we come out with a new one, yeah. And awesome. so we offer a new uh option for everybody. Oh,
0: that's fun and exciting. That keeps it really fresh then. That's awesome. Good to know. Yeah, wink wink. I
1: think there's strawberries coming this summer. Ooh,
0: wink, wink. I love that. I love strawberries <laughs> and, and salads and things. That's really, really good. That's me awesome. too. Um, so where are your locations? Like where are you guys located in London?
1: My first location uh, is in White Oaks area, so just a little bit north of White Oaks Mall on Wellington Road, beside uh, Chapters and Farm Boy. I always say that's kind of the landmark there. Um, And we're open there from about 1030 in the morning to 8 p.m. Awesome. Um, And that's um, right off the highway there, so it's perfect near all the hotels for the people that come in. Um, and my second location is in Oak Ridge on Hyde Park and Oxford. Um, the landmark for that one would be Remark. Everybody seems awesome. to know where Remark is. That's where yes. we are. So the drive through for the Starbucks is right there as well, which um, Perfect. is exciting to see the lineups every day.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect combination, salads and coffee. It's exactly. That's, exactly. I love it. So good. And where can people find and follow you?
1: Um, we have Chopleaf underscore London on both Instagram and Facebook. Our website is www.chopleaf.com and you can actually order online as well. And just quickly, um, it tells you a time to pick up. And if you want to make any modifications to your order and then we'll have it ready for you. You can just run in, grab it and off you go.
0: That's amazing. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Beth, for ha- for being on this podcast and sharing all of that amazing, valuable information. I really, really appreciate you spending the time with me this morning. And I know our listeners got so much value and I hope that they all go and try Chopped Leaf. It is amazing, really high quality stuff. And you feel so good after, like your uh, slogan says, which is awesome. Um, so let's just for end having me. podcast with if you can leave our listeners with some inspiration to help motivate them, get started, on their health journey, what is the last piece of advice you
1: can give everybody? Make it one step at a time. Don't do it all at once. One small step towards a better health will get you to where you want to be.
0: That's awesome. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much, Bud. And it was really nice to to meet with you and talk with you. And I'm sure we'll we'll be in touch soon. So <laughs> thanks so much. It was. It was nice chatting with you. Awesome. Have an amazing day. You too. Bye bye.